here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarron. Hashtag authority. Hashtag Steph Bouncy. Hashtag SmackDown 15. Jeff Hawkins. You done digging that hole? You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. Dance on your grave, dirt sheet writer. Everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. Leo Tolstoy. Jason Jordan's out. Triple H is in. Maddie's out. Charlotte's in. Teams of five strive to survive. It's our Survivor Series preview and NXT TakeOver preview. This is Shake Them Ropes. Hey, kids, if you like Shake Them Ropes, go listen to Five Star Match Game, also on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Rob and I uh, get through some trivia. I, I think that's the best way to put it. Uh, your host, as always, Rob McCarron. Hi, Rob. Remember me? And controversy. People <laughs> people on the Twitter are trying to accuse me of cheating. Can you believe this? This should be an yes. outrage to all Americans. You'd be the kind of person to cheat on oh a my trivia gosh. show. <laughs> oh, wow. Not even support. Just to win. Just to get that little bit of... No, I, I, don't, I didn't think you were cheating because I knew you were watching the football game. I was watch. I literally had my phone up to my face. I'm leaning back on my chair here in my uh, lower level office, if you will. Uh, and yeah, I'm watching the football game. I'm distracted at times. I'm talking to myself because I'm trying to remember what the question was half the time. Oh my gosh, accused of cheating. So yes, check out Five Star Match Game where I wallop Jeff Hawkins. Um. Okay. Uh, I, I was just happy that that Joe was able to recover the first half of audio. Yes, I was. Uh, I was thrilled when I heard that news. There were some uh, audio difficulties going on, and once they were not my fault. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> um. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Go listen to that show. A fun time had by all. It was also. I mean, to uh, I wasn't cheating, but it is funny. That that was probably the one topic. The topics we had on that trivia game were mid two thousands WWE and NXT takeovers. Two subjects I could probably only do well in. Those are my only areas of expertise, really. So I I didn't need help. I I can remember the past three years of NXT takeover. I'm not that bad in the memory department, uh, and that uh, prowess came in handy. In five star match game, go check it out. You can follow Jeff on Twitter at crapgame thirteen. Follow myself on Twitter at shake them robes jeff hawkins how are you i'm doing okay surviving <laughs> i'm doing better than jason jordan hmm yeah that's a, a bad night um we're going to talk about these changes a lot happened in wwe tv this week leading up to uh survivor series which is happening this sunday uh you mentioned a lot of them in your open we have triple h in jason jordan is out as far as team raw goes uh, controversy there. Triple H is the COO of the company on, on television, yet he's fighting for one brand over the other because these McMahons always got to be fighting each other. 
Uh, Bailey is the fifth member of Team Raw after some uh, rumors that it might happen uh, to be somebody else taking the fifth spot on Team Raw. Now, will that somebody else take the fifth spot on Team SmackDown? We'll get into that a little bit. And uh, on that note, actually, Charlotte is the new SmackDown Women's Champion. So she is taking on Alexa Bliss. The card has been changed this week. It's been changing weekly, it seems, all for different reasons than what TLC changed up. Jeff, what was your number one takeaway from WWE TV this week leading up to Survivor Series? Just the TV or just, or WWE this week? Because WWE television leading up to Survivor Series. Um, My number one takeaway is they obviously decided that they needed more star power at the top. And I think they, they got it. I mean, this is a stacked show. There's no way to deny that. Mm-hmm. It is an impressive show. Uh, if you just go into this show not having any idea what's going on on WWE TV and see that card, I mean, it's got some names on it, especially if you're a lapsed fan. You got Kurt Angle on there going with Triple H up against Shane McMahon and John Cena uh, and three other dudes on each side. Uh, you have AJ Styles going up against Brock Lesnar. I mean, let's face it, that's a that's a WWE or a pro wrestling in general dream match for the last decade. Is it not? I mean, AJ and Brock is happening. I don't think people fully understand that that's about to happen. You know what a weird takeaway for me from this card is? This bench is not as deep as we think it is. Oh, it's super deep, man. Listen, listen to the well, names you don't here, have well, on this well, show. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, th- that's not what I mean, oh. per se. All right, I, I'm, change it up. I, mis- I misworded that. All right. you Did you say an extra word? Did you mean to say that the bench is totally deep? No, I meant to say that that the bench is old. Oh well, it is old. Yes, that's I mean, a different. I mean, uh, th- 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 this this five on five yes. ain't the youngest guy in it. Is thirty four, thirty five. Braun, Braun, I believe is the youngest guy in this match. Oh, that's match. right. It's Braun, Braun is uh, yeah, Braun's still a youngin. But everybody else, you know, old, old by well, WWE no, standards. No, Braun is thirty four. He's the thirty four year old they're thinking of. Oh wow! I okay. I yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's very odd for this youth-oriented company to not have a lot of youthful stars mm-hmm. that that they're looking at. I mean, it, it's very, very interesting in some ways. And and that includes also the Brock-AJ match, because those two are, are, you know, on the upper side of the 30s as well. That's right. I don't think people realize Bobby Roode, 40 years old. Uh, John Cena, mm-hmm. of course, in his 40s. Uh, Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura, the youngest two on the SmackDown team at 37, but you got Braun Strowman over there at 34. I think Finn Balor uh, might be the second youngest. He's uh, 36, I want to say. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's an older Survivor Series uh, tandem, but at the same time, it also gives it more star power. I mean, you don't have sure. the... the uh, Who's even a young guy in WWE these days? I mean, Baron <laughs> Corbin? How old is Baron Corbin? Is he in his 30s? You don't have a lot of young stars. On, so. Yeah, you don't have a lot of young, young, young stars. Like, you don't have a Randy Orton right now where he was coming up as a 24-year-old guy being a superstar, uh, even younger. You don't have Brock Lesnar in his first run where he's 22 20 to 24 years old becoming a superstar in WWE. You got AJ Styles who's becoming a first WWE star in his late 30s. You got Finn Balor who's in his late 30s. You got Shinsuke Nakamura. You got all these, all these quote-unquote new stars in WWE. Are all up there in their forties. Yeah, Jason Jordan is twenty nine. Chad Gable is thirty one. Yeah. And, ja- <laughs> and Jason Jordan ain't no upcoming star right now. Uh, right. So he's replaced by Triple H. Jason Jordan out. The whole 
ending segment of Raw where Jason Jordan is crying, begging, pleading of Kurt Angle, his father, to keep him in this match. And Kurt Angle is conflicted because he knows he's supposed to announce the replacement, but he really doesn't want to. So out comes Triple H to make the damn announcement himself, uh, adding some star power there to Survivor Series. Uh, Jason Jordan, is he going to play a part in this Survivor Series main event? Is he out uh, to the pasture for good? Uh, what is what do you make of Jason Jordan being kicked off this uh, this team? Yeah, I think he plays somewhat of a part, but I but then again, I think this main event, man, it has the potential to be very overbooked here with all the people I think are going to interfere in it. And at this pace or at this rate, shouldn't it be? Yeah, I want just I I want Sting to come in and just throw some scorpion death drops <laughs> on people. I want Ric um, Flair chopping dudes. I want Hulk Hogan to come out here and throw a leg drop. I mean, if you're expecting a five-on-five five traditional tag match between these two teams, I got news for you. It, it's not happening. It, there, there's going to be at least, I think, 14 people involved in this match. There was a point. point. There was a point during that closing segment of Raw uh, where Jason Jordan is begging and pleading. You know, part of me thought, okay, Jason Jordan will be the fifth guy. All right, yeah, that'll that'll happen. Maybe they're gonna maybe uh maybe Team SmackDown shows up at the ma- the ending too because I know they had the little brawl earlier, but maybe they show up at the end and Jason Jordan's fighting alongside those five and Kurt Angle's like, "Yep, you're ready. That's fine, whatever." Uh, and then you know you had you had of course Triple H in the back. He's coming out. WWE 24 happening after Raw was the return of Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Goldberg, who is a prime candidate to be the main event Hall of Fame inductee at WrestleMania 30. I was thinking Goldberg. Whoa, what what if he's the fifth guy? Oh, that would have been great. Is he in his he's in his 40s too, right? He's 49. That would have fit in perfectly with this match. <laughs> Maybe Undertaker. Did you watch that WWE 24 on Goldberg? I have not yet. Oh, no. you got to. It's pretty good. It's great. I mean, you see a different Goldberg. You know, he was super happy about his kid. Uh it was, Oh yeah. No, that came out because I went to the uh I mean, I assume they show a lot of the uh, after Raw. Oh, yeah. Where he just gives that speech that was that I'm like, why isn't this on television? Um, A lot of the promos, you remember how the the post WrestleMania promo was so great. I mean, this mm -hmm. this guy was cutting the best promos of his entire life, Uh, you know, having these great kick ass match. They made that Brock Lesnar Goldberg match at WrestleMania look like it was the best match of all time. Uh, It was it was a fantastic one hour job. On the, yeah, uh, and on I'm, the I'm sure Goldberg. he does. I'm sure he does a lot of. Yeah, when I came here the first time, I wasn't ready for the stardom, and no, I like, had an attitude problem yeah. that I had to fix. No, and, he wasn't. It's not that he wasn't ready for the stardom. He fully admits he was. Uh, he was a star already. It was. No, 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 he didn't no. want to hang out with the dudes. He wanted to come okay. in, do his job, go home. He didn't want to be a part of the guy. He didn't. He didn't feel like it was his company. He was coming in okay. there to do a job. So they did. So they actually kind of laid off the WWE history then that sounds good yeah they was coming in to do a thing and that thing was to win a match in one minute and go home not talk to anyone who needs to talk to anyone who needs to hang around with Kofi Kingston and Jack Swagger no one (laughs) nobody um Charlotte is the Smackdown Women's Champion she is now going up against Alexa Bliss so that leaves a hole on Team Smackdown's women's team uh, not announced that Natalia would be the replacement. I don't think it's going to be Natalia. There is a returning female superstar out there, Jeff, who is a prime candidate to be the new fifth member of Team SmackDown, and that would be Paige. 
Book it. It's happening. Paige is going to be on Team SmackDown. Jeff, what are your thoughts? I disagree. Oh, well, you're insane. I think that they are going to hold off on Paige's debut until the Raw taping after Survivor Series to make it more of a big deal in their minds. I think Natty does take the spot here. Uh, or Lana. Or Lana, possibly. But here's the thing. They didn't announce a replacement on SmackDown. They purposely uh, they advertised. You got to wait until Survivor Series to find out who the fifth member of this team will be. It's Did they? Going I thought to be they super- hold on. No, I thought they announced that part of the stipulation of the matches that if Charlotte won, that Natty would be on Team SmackDown. No, that was not at all. Not at all accurate. In fact, the after that match took place and Charlotte was the champion, they ran down the Survivor Series card. They left the fifth member of Team SmackDown out, and Tom Phillips and Corey Graves were like, to find out who the fifth member will be, we have to wait until Sunday. It's I going think, to be Paige. It is 100% Paige. I think that's a mistake, though, because this Raw team, for the most part, is going to have three survivors, and SmackDown's going to get run through, except for Becky Lynch, Here's the thing. in my opinion. You think there's going to be three survivors. I think, LOL, Asuka loses. Wow. You think by chicanery or clean? I think somehow. I think somehow. It could be like a DQ or it could be a countout. Maybe she's counted out of the ring, brawling with somebody. See, I saw, I, I saw it as Nia, Sasha, and and Asuka all surviving somehow, well, and, all, Bayley, and Bailey taking the dumb pin. That all makes sense. They have to make her look bad. That all makes sense. And then part of your uh, your point of thinking Paige, they help, they hold her off, whether she's on Raw, whether she's on SmackDown. If you return with Paige, and she, you know, loses to somebody, whether it be Asuka or whoever, that's kind of an underwhelming return. Mm-hmm. But you can do that if you don't really have plans on Paige being a top-of-the-card female superstar right away. Like, is she going to go into a program with Charlotte? Is Paige going to be a heel? And you can have Paige heel out at Survivor Series and lose if that is your direction. So there, yeah, you know, there are things yeah. you can do. Oh, yeah. You could have her have a 50-50 match with Emma. Yeah. Well, no, you can't. Because, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Emma's gone. Yeah, Emma. Mm-hmm. I mean, it held her own. I mean, it was like Oscar and Emma was like a, a three <laughs> versus a four. No, we don't need to relitigate. Four just this. happened to lose. <laughs> um, it's not like Oscar uh, was going in there with a, a non ranked opponent. Rob, Rob, I was trolling. You. Oh, Move on. Bailey is the fifth member of Team Raw Women's Team, as Jeff Hawkins predicted she would be. Uh, that leaves, we're going to talk about the guys who were left off the show. Let's talk about the women who were left off the show. No Mickey James. Uh, and that's it. No Dana Brooke. That's right. Well, of course there's no Dana Brooke. Yeah. Mickey James goes from challenging for the title to not on survivor series at all. Unless maybe they add another kickoff show match right now. There's only one kickoff show match announced. They could have uh, a women superstar like Lana on the SmackDown side, go up against a, a Mickey James boy. No, what an I, attraction that would be. I ju- I think, I think her last program said everything. They think she's old. So they didn't, so they didn't put her on this team. Yeah. yeah so those are uh, chaos in WWE TV for two weeks in a row, just absolute chaos. Uh, we have NXT takeover happening on Saturday night. We have survivor series happening on Sunday, and then they're taping raw and SmackDown from Houston. Also, this is four days in a row. In mm-hmm. Houston, Texas, that SmackDown show, man, is going to be tough to get through. I agree. I've I've been through these four day 
massive things going to all four shows. Yeah. And I just, and I just, and that's yeah. at WrestleMania where everyone's hyped. It's the biggest show of the year. This is survivor series, right? And it's a regular raw. It's a regular SmackDown. Now maybe we'll get some, uh, we'll get some debuts. Maybe not at super high level. Your your Andrade Almas uh, your Hideo with you know, someone from NXT popping up on the main roster. You might try to get that WrestleMania ish vibe, uh, but it's going to be tough for that SmackDown crowd. Oh, yeah. t- especially if they do Jinder Mahal versus AJ in the title rematch. Ooh, that would be a bad idea in Houston, Texas. But I don't, but you know what? Our, our friend on the show that I was on right before this made a very, very good point. Hmm. He doesn't think Jinder's getting the belt back. Possibly. Oh no, no, he's done. Jinder's gone. Jinder Mahal is a guy who was, was set to be the main event of the survivor series pay-per-view, a big four pay-per-view. He was the main event against Brock Lesnar. And now he's not on the show period. And I don't think he's interfering. He's doing anything. He's no. not going to be around. He's nowhere no, to be seen. They canceled the that show. show. They, they canceled that show in India. That's a bad. Well, sign. they canceled one of them. They were two nights, December 8th, December 9th, both in New Delhi in the same arena. They canceled the first night, December 8th. They're still doing December 9th. Jinder Mahal is the main event against Triple H. It's a big match. It's a big deal. They're promoting it as the biggest main event ever in India. Uh, so they're doing one show and he's the main event babyface on that show. Not terrible, you know, whatever. But yes, they uh, they were struggling to sell tickets for two nights, so they reduced it to one night. Uh, he doesn't have to go in as the champion. He's wrestling Triple H. He's not going to be the champion again. Maybe you do AJ Styles versus Jinder Mahal as that you know crappy title match at Royal Rumble. Like you put the guy in who has no shot. You just throw out a title match on there. Uh, I, I could see that happening. Honestly, with how much time there is between Survivor Series and the Rumble, I think Jinder and AJ they're going to do a rematch and it's going to be on uh, SmackDown TV, not on a pay-per-view. Uh, mm-hmm. But we have a long winter to get through because Jinder Mahal will be on top for December until they get into the season of WrestleMania, at which Jinder Mahal just may fall off the face of the earth. Jinder Mahal probably going to be in the Andre Battle Royal at this point. I don't know what else he could do. The guys I feel sorry for are the Singh brothers because they've made him look like an absolute superstar. And and if Ginger goes down, I don't know what they do with them. But at the same time, yes, I feel bad for them too because uh, they've had this run for a year. If it weren't for Ginger Mahal, though, these guys would have never been in the company. No, that's true. So you got to, you know, yes, it's bad now. Like, I feel bad for them now. But at the same time, they got a year run in WWE and an opportunity just because mm-hmm. of Ginger Mahal. Uh Jinder Mahal looks like a superstar. I just wish he was so much better at talking because when he talks and he does the same thing Jason Jordan was doing in his promo at the end of Raw, he does the same thing where he's saying words and he's got his right hand up and he's like trying to enunciate his words with his arm, like pointing it out. If you watch Jinder Mahal cut a promo, it's just like, just say the words, man, be loose. Don't, no, he's 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 trying to remember the words. Yeah, don't That's act like problem. you're trying to lecture. You're remembering the words and trying to lecture like I am going to be the WWE champion while he's, you know, he's doing a shake weight with his right arm. No, I, I, I no, I, I understand that. Cause I I've had, <laughs> I've had that issue on more than one occasion where it's like, you're so nervous about trying to remember every single word as it is exactly written that you forget, you have to act out there. And it would have been much better if he had the emotion flowing through him of whatever emotion he was feeling and the words came to him naturally and that a writer had worked with him for his natural cadence as opposed to look, I've said this on the show many times, writers fall in love with their own words. And it sounds like a 
it sounds like a promo that was written by a writer who doesn't know Jinder Mahal all that well. Speaking of coming at you naturally, Blue Apron <laughs> is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And if you've been listening to Shake Them Ropes for the past year, you know we're trying to make it even more accessible to you guys with partnerships with Blue Apron. You guys right now can save $30 off your first order by trying out Blue Apron. I promise you'll love it. I got I got my chicken. I got my chicken. I made it like two days after recording last week's show, Jeff, and it was so good. There's easy to cook meals. You get the ingredients and the recipes sent right to you. Uh, it's fun. It's interesting. You feel really accomplished once you create these meals and enjoy them. You feel like a superstar. I promise you. You do. Oh, I tell you. I, I agree with that statement. I always felt the the sense of pride that, oh, I remember I I had guacamole burgers. I was like, I made my own guacamole. I've never done that before. I know. I, I would never. And you know, if it's not in the recipe for Blue Apron, I would have never made guacamole myself. I don't I don't go buy the things. I, I don't want to be in the store, you know, feeling the different fruits. I just want things to be easy for me. And Blue Apron makes that happen from variety to the flexible terms to being easy and guaranteed freshness. You have to check out Blue Apron. Go right now, blueapron.com slash shake to get $30 off your first order with free shipping. Blueapron.com slash shake. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so do not wait. Go to blueapron.com slash shake. That's blueapron.com slash shake. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Check it out. Make it this weekend. A big weekend coming up. Takeover Survivor Series. Uh, Jeff. Which one do we want to talk first? I know we've talked about some of the bigger matches at Survivor Series because of all the changes. Uh, do you want to go through Takeover first or Survivor Series? What do you What are you itching to talk about? I love the Takeover, so let's hold that off. All right, and that's just our main event. Survivor Series. It's our main yeah. event. NXT Takeover is the big main event because Jeff Hawkins is so excited that War Games is back. I am. I'm so geeked. I'm still. There's still part of me going. Oh, do I fly out for this last minute? <laughs> Don't do that. No, I'm not going to do that. Don't do it, that. It's, it's, it's a TV product. I, I mean, I think... look, I've already, I've already talked myself out of going to WrestleMania this today. So it's... Yet we're fools. We're going to the Royal Rumble. I'm so stoked for that, though. Am... I've never seen a Rumble live. I've never so... seen a Rumble live. You know, the countdown from 10, it's big. You don't know who's coming out. I can't wait to hear Braun, uh, Braun's theme music and see him coming out there. Oh, so excited. Royal Watch Rumble. Roman win in Philly yep. where we all crap on him. That'll be fun. And we might even go to takeover. Uh, yeah. When tickets go on sale, we're getting them. I'm oh, getting them. You get them. I will. I will get them. All right. That's fine. We're going to go. It's going to be a Philly weekend. Um, we'll talk about this, uh, this survivor series show, the kickoff show. Kalisto versus Enzo Amore. This match is for the Cruiserweight Championship. I believe it is the only match on the card actually for a championship, and it is happening on the kickoff show. Uh, this this match isn't so much about who wins, because I think Enzo Amore is winning. It's about who steps up as the next challenger, because the Callisto experiment, I think, is over. I think his time is gone. This doesn't scream to me to be an Austin Aries situation where he gets like three or four pay-per-view matches in a row. Callisto's done. After this, now is it going to be Akira Tozawa? Is someone up from NXT coming up to uh, take on Enzo Amore? Could it be Hideo Itami, Andrade Almas, something like that? Or, and get this, Jeff, this segment last week on Raw was so damn good with Pete Dunne 
why the hell doesn't he come back and become a regular on Raw? I'm all for that, but I don't think they're going that route. I think they're heating up Tozawa to to go after him again, or <laughs> heating him up because because he's Callisto's best friend on television. That's heating him up. Yeah, you know, I mean, it just it feels like they're going to be a bit lazy on this. So I I'm thinking either him or Mustafa Ali. Speaking of, they really went away from that Akira Tozawa being in Titus Brand. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because they kept beating Titus Brand, so they wanted to keep him away from that. Yeah, I wanted something more to come of that, especially now that you have Faction Warfare uh, coming back with the Shield and with the New Day, and you got so many tag teams here. Uh, Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, and Akira Tozawa could have been a fun little trio if they kept that going. Uh, Look, it's it's Kalista's birthday and a quote 50 cent, and we don't give a F if it's your birthday. He's losing, Enzo's moving on. That's all there is to it. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who's the next challenger for Enzo Amore? It, say, say it's not Akira Tozawa, because you think it's Akira. I don't. I, you know, I, I'm not on the Akira Tozawa bandwagon right now. Former Cruiserweight champion, by the way, if you don't remember, Akira Tozawa. I think it is just so that Enzo can make bad, racially tinged jokes. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea, Enzo. Ugh. Um, I would love to see Pete Dunn come back. I mean, you have Pete Dunn beat the cruiserweight champion just to pop a UK crowd. Why not bring him back for a little bit more? Yeah, he's gonna Dunn, be, hey, bait. I'm, he's gonna be in Houston. He's doing takeover. Half of Trent Seven, sure. Bring them all. Use, use them on Raw is all I'm saying. Use them on Raw and uh and two oh five live that week. Start something with Zen, with Enzo Amore. Um I don't care if you have to mention the UK title, just have Pete Dunn on the roster. You have Enzo Amore there. Put him on the Cruiserweight show. That's I'm going to say this. I'm putting, like, introducing Gargano would be a waste, in my opinion. Yeah, you could do Gargano. I, I think there's more to do with uh, Tommaso Champion Gargano when he comes back. Yeah, though. and I agree. I don't. I don't want. That's the other reason I don't want him. I mean, you can you bring up a Tommy here if you want. Yeah, it's going to be a hot program in late 2018 when Tommaso Champa comes back. That's something that but you're going to run a takeover on as. Gargano and Champa, so you got to keep them. Uh, got to keep Gargano down there. I got news for you. you bring up a Tommy. They're just going to loop him in with a Tazawa program. Oh yeah, no, I know. I know. No, I know. But uh, what else is he doing? I mean, besides losing matches to Roderick Strong on NXT yeah. TV, well, at least up, he looked good up. doing that. I mean, Baron Corbin versus The Miz. That match is set in stone now. Uh, Intercontinental Champion versus U.S. Champion. No title on the line. Uh, doesn't matter much who wins this one. Uh, I think Baron Corbin will probably get the win because you can have Miz lose. I mean, Miz is one of the top talents on that show. If he loses a match, so be it. But at the other side, I mean, it's starting to give Miz a little bit uh, more power as far as the in-ring stuff. So I, I don't know. This one's a pick to me. It's a toss-up. I don't think it matters much who wins. Uh, no matter who wins, both guys are at the same level. So I will go Baron Corbin getting the win. I am of the opinion that the overall theme for this show will be mostly SmackDown winning to highlight the people that win from Raw. And I think on the men's side, the only person who's getting a pinfall is Roman. So I I agree. I think Baron Corbin wins this. I am of the opinion that I I don't want to think about this match too much. So Baron Corbin. Uh, We have Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, for the women's championship, Alexa Bliss, as she was tonight on SmackDown, as she is on Raw, she is the biggest star of whatever segment she is appearing in. 
And that's saying something because she was in that final melee uh, melee nice. on SmackDown. Yes, mm-hmm. a little Gabe Sapolsky slip there where I called it a melee. Ugh, ugh, gross. Uh, this melee at SmackDown, this final segment where you had Raw incoming uh, to the SmackDown brand. You had Kurt Angle uh, slapping. What, did he slap Shane McMahon? He just kind of choked him out and said, can't wait till Sunday, blah, 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 goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, big deal. Alexa Bliss stole that show, punching Charlotte right in the face. Oh, man. Alexa Bliss, Charlotte, that's going to be a hell of a match on Sunday. You think so? Oh, God, this is going to I it's. Let's see. Right now, as I think far it's as gonna have matches heat. go, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna have heat. I just don't know if it's gonna man, be a great. Man, I tell you what. I tell you right now, your big singles matches on the show are Baron and Miz, Alexa and Charlotte, and then you have Brock and AJ. Those are the three single matches <laughs> on the main Survivor Series show. Yeah, Alexa Charlotte will be the singles match of the night. I could see. Oh, <laughs> over AJ and Brock. I, I have you no. seen Brock Lesnar lately? No, I haven't. Um. Okay, well, he stunk up the joint against Braun. Uh, he is not—he has not brunch. put in a very good year. Braun Strowman, who was have matches, he was having matches of the year with Roman Reigns. He went in there with Brock Lesnar, a guy who had a match of the year with Roman Reigns, and Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar was terrible. Now, okay. could it be really good? So I- Maybe, but it also could be Brock Lesnar suplexing AJ Styles for two minutes because it's not the true main event of the show. They're finishing that show with Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Brock Lesnar could beat AJ in two minutes. I am going. If I had to put money on it right now, what would the best match be? What would the best singles match be? It's Alexa Bliss. It's Charlotte Flair, and I'm putting all my money on it. Okay. No, that, that's fair. Um, Wow, this one's hard for me because I could see either woman winning and I could see them wanting to protect Alexa bliss because they really like Alexa bliss and they could do a banana peel finish where Alexa gets a pin over Charlotte. And then Charlotte eventually has to regain her dominance as, as the main woman on either brand. Um, everything about, see, this is, this is going to be like five-star match game. Everything about it says Charlotte. So I'm going with Alexa. (laughs) <laughs> I am going with Charlotte is the new champion on SmackDown. I think she gets the win. Maybe you have Natalia uh, come in and interfere with Charlotte and you keep that Charlotte Natalia thing going on the SmackDown I, TV. I thought about interference, but man, there's going to be so much interference later in so the night. Much, I oh don't think man, so. there's going to be, there could be so much interference on this entire show. I hope yeah. there's not. I don't, I don't really expect there to be a ton. I'm just wondering, I'm asking the question, could it happen in this match? And I would say it could happen. Uh, we also have now Carmella's in her own match. She, she's in the five on five Survivor Series match. Uh, Carmella's got that briefcase still. Maybe Carmella comes in and, and works up a little challenge for the championship. Maybe she goes up against Charlotte. Maybe we get a little swerve and Carmella takes the title away from Alexa Bliss. You never know. It could happen. Yeah. So there, or she could dis- or she could dis- she could distract Charlotte as well. What I'm hoping for though is just a straight up Alexa versus Charlotte match because I think it will be the match of the night. And that's not mm. that's not you know hyperbole. I mean, it's only going up against two other matches, and one features Baron Corbin, and the other features a Brock Lesnar guy who hasn't put a good match together in the last year. And, and it could be versus the opponents he's had. It could be, uh, but there's a lot going on now. I, I shouldn't say he hasn't put up great matches. That match with Goldberg was awesome, but it was it was the only match those two guys could have, and they were the only two guys who could have that match, if that makes any sense. So Goldberg-Brock Lesnar was, uh, was great. So you never know. I mean, it's AJ Styles. He's a superstar. Maybe it's going to tear the house down. 
I worry, mm. though, that'll be quick. So uh, we move on. We move on to Shield and the New Day, a match that uh, has only really got going in the last couple of days. Uh, but Shield New Day, six-man tag team action. This kind of goes back to the uh, Shield's first year in when they were all doing these six-mans on Raw and they were the best segments of Raw. You know, going out there for 20 minutes doing a six-man tag. Completely awesome. This pay-per-view is four hours long. You have seven matches on the main show. Shield New Day, outside of the two Survivor Series team matches, I think Shield New Day is getting the most time and this is going to be uh, quite the spectacle. I don't really care who wins. I think the Shield wins because they're the Shield. They're back together. They're reunited. The original Shield, as Michael Cole called them, as if that makes any sense. It's, you know, I, I know Kurt Angle was in the group at TLC, but do you really have to pinpoint that? Yeah, this is the original Shield. No Kurt Angle bullshit. Uh, Shield's going to win. This is going to be a great match, possibly the match of the night. Huh. Okay. Um, I, I agree the Shield wins. I think Roman gets the pin on Xavier Woods. I think they do all the classic spots with the New Day. I think I think Biggie does that dive out to the outside, probably on Roman. I think it's like a classic oh, Shield oh, match. <laughs> Roman ain't taking that bump. That's a Dean Ambrose bump, bro. Okay. That's a Dean Ambrose okay. bump. I think it's like a standard classic Shield match where Dean or Seth get in trouble and Roman's there for all the save spots. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think this is fairly academic that Roman Reigns is getting a pin on Xavier Woods in this match. Uh, yeah, Roman Reigns is going to get the win. I don't know if the win comes off of the triple power bomb. I think Roman Reigns spears somebody. Uh, and then after Survivor Series, I mean, hell, the next Raw pay-per-view is the Royal Rumble. So mm-hmm. we're going to have a lot of time here. The Shield could do a couple of segments together on TV, but I think they're going their separate ways after this because you're going to have Roman in the Royal Rumble. You're going to have uh, the road to WrestleMania where everyone's in the singles matches. So this is going to be the end of the road for the Shield reunion. I disagree with you on it being match of the night. I think the tag team match is going to be the match of the night. Tag team match, Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Usos. It came out today that Cesaro has still not been able to eat solid food with his teeth. Uh, Does that play a factor? No, no, but I'll have to recite the Gettysburg Address because that'll be funny. Um, I think the Usos win this one. I think it's going to be a great match, though. Yeah, the Usos win. Uh, the Bar just got their tag team titles back. I think you put them in this match. Yeah, you want to do the Shield reunion. It was a great idea. Uh, but the Usos are the it team right now. The Usos are the it team. Uh, they're starting to get positive reactions from the crowd, too. They've been playing it up a little bit babyface-like. Uh, the Usos could be headed into a big thing come WrestleMania season. They have turned. I have turned the corner on them. I mean, this, this last six months of Usos uh, has been just a not a redemption on their career. Like I was never a fan, so be it, but I know they had plenty of fans. Uh, but this is showing a lot more depth and a lot more talent, both in the microphone on the ring. They can do different styles. The Usos have been fantastic. I agree. The crowd's starting to get behind them a little bit too. So babyface, it'll, what's going to be interesting is this version of the Usos as a babyface team. We'll see how that plays because uh, they've been playing. Oh, I think they'll be fine. People love badass baby faces. Yeah, we could use more of them, right? We could use more badass baby faces, like people who actually go in there and want to beat you up. Yeah. And not play with hot dog stands and popcorn makers like Dean Ambrose. <laughs> God damn you, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> uh, we have the uh, Team Raw women versus the Team SmackDown women. Traditional Survivor Series match. Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Asuka for Team Raw. 
Becky, Tamina, Naomi, Carmella, and Paige for Team SmackDown. Um, yeah, Team SmackDown. I don't think they have a chance in the world on this one. Now, how many people survive this match? You say three. I say, I, I don't know about Asuka. Like, she totally should. She may as well be the last survivor. Uh, Sasha Banks, I'm not sold on being a survivor because they've done losses with, with Sasha Banks and Bailey. I mean, they're not afraid to beat those two. Um, I could very easily see Asuka as the sole survivor for Team Raw, maybe beating Becky at the very end. And then you go um, back to that down the line with Asuka and Becky. I see Nia surviving. I, I just I just don't see I don't see them beating her either. And maybe it's just Nia and Asuka as the survivors. I think the I think the SmackDown team has four people that are expendable very easily, and then Becky just gets overwhelmed by the numbers. And I see and I see Alicia and uh and Bailey definitely taking losses. I, I can see Sasha doing it as well, but I I'm telling you probably for certain that Nia and Asuka are surviving and that they may have a stare down at the end. Uh, and yeah. you're and you're getting you're getting the Tamina Nia spot. Well, oh yeah, you're getting those two. You're getting those two together. Um and a hundred percent chance that Tamina blows it. Oh man, come on. Someone's going to slip. That's all I'm saying. Someone's going to mm. slip. Uh, Team Raw men versus Team SmackDown men. Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Joe, Triple H, and Finn Balor going against John Cena, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, we got Bobby Roode, Randy Orton. And who am I missing? I'm missing someone. Shane, Shane McMahon. Of course. Yeah, Shane McMahon. Of course. Uh, five on five. Team SmackDown won last year. What's hilarious about SmackDown tonight is Shane McMahon is going out there saying, this is the one time a year, blah, 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 that whole spiel. Uh, we're Raw and SmackDown face each other. SmackDown, we've been made fun of. We've been the B-Show. We've been called the B-Show. We're, we're lesser than Raw. And we're going to go out there and win this match to prove that we are the A-Show. Um, they won last year. They win every year, pretty much, that they do these things. On bragging rights, it's usually SmackDown that wins. So so how it, on earth to Shane... When Dolph, remember when Dolph Ziggler yeah, yeah. saved the company? I or, remember. Whatever. Yep, he saved the company. Well, no, because it didn't matter about Dolph Ziggler. It was all about Sting and Triple H after that. Uh, yeah. But they win this match last year, yet you're still the B-Show. What makes you think this one's going to be any different? Like, even if you win, Shane... You're you're all of a sudden the supreme being. I mean, you got the COO of the company taking the other team's side. It's not gonna, not just going to jump ship all of a sudden. Um, Kurt Angle wrestling. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of saddish at this point. Like, yes. Matt Hardy doesn't belong in the ring, and Kurt Angle looks ten times worse than Matt Hardy. He's forty nine years old. He's up there. Probably doesn't belong in it. So I don't, I, and this is the perfect type of match where you can be hidden. I mean, he did a lot more than I expected at TLC. Now he's in a five on five match where he can definitely be hidden. Does he pull it out? Like, I think Team Raw wins because you go back and forth. You got too much on that side. You got Triple H, you got Kurt Angle. Um, could we be seeing a setup too? Maybe, possibly for Kurt versus Triple H. Could that be a big WrestleMania match, like a, like a novelty match? A, a, uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? Nostalgia match. Nostalgia. For the yes. early 2000s, Kurt Angle versus Triple H. Could this be the start of it? Um, if it is, I could see them starting it with those two being the final two survivors for Team Raw. Although, what the hell do you do with Braun Strowman? We talk about guys who should win. Braun Strowman is either losing via countout 
or he's got to be a survivor at the end. He's your superhero. So what's interesting about these matches is just how they get everyone out of the match. Who ends up winning this match? Like these are the matches where you really are intrigued of who's going to win. Maybe not so because I want to see certain guys fight. Like I don't care about seeing Shinsuke Nakamura in the ring against, you know, Triple H. I mean, it's cool. It's interesting. I don't really care seeing about Shinsuke versus Finn Balor. I've seen it in NXT. Shinsuke versus Joe, seen it in NXT. John Cena versus Braun. We just saw it on Raw the other week. Kurt Angle is 50,000 years old. Shane McMahon, 50,000 years old. Bobby Roode, what the hell is he doing in there? There's a lot of, not so much intrigue against, you know, who's going to be in the ring against who. But how do they book everyone? How how does Braun Strowman look? I want Braun Strowman to go in there and just choke slam everyone, kill them all, and then all five of Team Raw wins, and it's two minutes long, and Braun just murders everyone, and they're all standing there staring at Braun like, holy shit, dude. That's what I want. <laughs> well, I don't think you're going to get that. That's what I se. want. I want holy shit, dude, chance at Braun Strowman. Pay-per-view ends. You don't even get to Brock Lesnar and AJ. Just Braun Strowman just murdered the show. Yeah, and you have all these outside forces that are probably going to play a part in this. I Braun's getting taken out when Kane comes down and they fight to the back. That oh. that that's happening. Oh, see, I thought I thought on Raw Kane was dead. I think Kane's done. He's coming back. Okay. Much like much like Braun and the trash factor, mm. you can't only kill a guy for a week now before they come back from the dead. Yeah. And of course, Kane will come back from under the ring and they'll be like, oh my God, he was under the ring the whole time. Like that'd be yeah, a miracle. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking I mean, that. It went from Atlanta, um, Georgia I'm, to Houston under the ring. That's, that's commitment. I'm thinking Raw's team falls apart at some point and Finn and Joe go at it, maybe causing each other the pin. You have to pay off the Kurt Angle losing thing for the Stephanie segment on uh, Monday. That's true. Fires him. Uh, well, she fires think, him, but you can have a chance to save your job by beating Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah, something like that. I, or n- no, because I think Jason Jordan's involved somehow. I don't know if he comes out to tr- once the team falls apart to try and save it, or if he comes out out of spite and hits Kurt to cost him the match. But I see Triple H surviving at least. Well, of course, or, I mean Triple H will lose. Just, Come on now. Leave. Or leaving yeah. after Kurt Angle eats a pin from Shane. Mm-hmm. On the SmackDown side, you have two guys who are expendable, in my opinion, in Nakamura and Rude. They can eat pins. That's not going to be a problem. I think Sammy and Kevin Owens try to blow it for SmackDown, too. This is why I think it's going to be an overblown mess in terms of these things. Possibly taking out both Cena and Orton, the two quote-unquote A-stars of SmackDown to establish them as alpha heels. Mm-hmm. Um, leaving Shane in there possibly alone at one time with Braun and Triple H and whatnot, and then that's when Kane comes out and takes out Braun or whatever. But it somehow gets that Shane gets the pin over Kurt Angle. Yeah. has to be. That's the end. That's the end, you say. Um. Yeah, Triple H, man. Jason Jordan could get involved. Uh, haven't mentioned Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn yet. They've been they've been feuding with the New Day. Could they get involved with the New Day's match? Could they do something? And those two guys aren't on this show at this point. And Kevin Owens was a pretty big deal. Kevin Owens has a pay-per-view streak going. 
right now of being in a match, and this is going to break the pay-per-view streak for Kevin Owens at this well, point, unless something gets added know, at the last minute. That's what, I mean, that's what our friend Sean Ross Sapp over on Fightful was opining, that you put him on a prelim match or something so that you don't tip your hand that he's getting involved in this five-on-five. Got to put him in some type of match. Something. Mm-hmm. Anything. You got to put him in the match. Uh, and then we have the main event, uh, which won't be the main event, but Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, SmackDown champion, Raw champion, Universal champion, WWE champion. Uh, I have a feeling this one's going short. I have a feeling this one's going dominant for Brock. Uh, Brock Lesnar, in two minutes and 48 seconds, will get the win over AJ Styles. What say you? Oh, I disagree. They just put the belt on AJ. I think it's going to be a long, drawn-out match. AJ's going to take a whole lot of suplexes and fly for Brock. I think Brock's going to be very happy with this match because AJ's going to make him look like a million bucks. I think it's going to be a valiant effort by AJ doing all of his special moves. He probably gets a at least a phenomenal forearm on on Brock, probably to start with, and you know, the, 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 the gold, the Goldberg motif where it's like, Oh, tries to get that quick pin on him. But, but Brock kicks out. I don't think it's quick at all. I think, I think, but I think Brock wins. I think these two guys will have a hell of a conversation before the show. They mm-hmm. just seem like guys who could, they may not necessarily be friends. They may not want to be friends, but they could talk for an hour. I think Brock respects AJ enough to give him a lot of offense. I don't know if Brock even knows who AJ is. Oh, I do. Right now. Uh, he will. Uh, you know, I mean, they've been on separate shows for a while. They haven't really necessarily been around. They weren't. AJ wasn't around the first time Brock was in WWE. He hasn't been on the same show much of Brock Lesnar's current run. I don't know if he knows who he is. No, but Heyman knows who AJ is. Well, and Heyman, Heyman does. Will talk, and oh, Heyman will talk him up. And Heyman's probably the one who talked him up to get Ginger yes. out of this match. Yeah, and you could tell. Paul Heyman on Monday's Raw doing a promo for a match with AJ versus doing a promo with the match uh, with Jinder Mahal. I mean, Paul Heyman was inspired. Paul Heyman knows this is a much bigger deal, knows it could be a much bigger match. I just feel like these two guys will go out there, and if they are given time, it's going to be hella good. I really think that. Well, oh, I'm just, I'm just interested in the, in the farming talk and the country boy talk before the show. Talk, oh. <laughs> talking about Republican issues. Let's talk about the Daniel Bryan promo for AJ Styles today, because that thing was amazeballs. It was amazeballs, and if they're, I mean, God, all right. Uh, People noted it on Twitter, like this Daniel Bryan promo is the promo that he wishes he could have done for a match between himself and Brock Lesnar, and the fact Mm -hmm. that he gave this promo for AJ makes it even more unlikely we ever see Daniel Bryan wrestle in WWE again. As as great as yeah. this promo was, it was it was the exact opposite of that beginning segment with with Shane ta- talking up the troops with wireless mics and stuff. Uh, it was it was just an amazing amazing promo, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah, wireless mics that happened to be in the right hands at the right time already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that Baron Corbin. Oh, the Baron Corbin promo to start the show. How, oh, it's going to be the, it's going to be Mrs. End of Days. And then he looks around for congratulations and he's not really getting it. The only uh, one who looked Baron. good in that entire segment was Becky Lynch. Becky looked fine. Um, the Usos just with their hands raised, you know, celebrating every word that said, uh, very unlike them. 
I always hate those things, man. Like we have, we talk about the attitude era, right? And you had WCW and ECW invading WWE and Survivor Series match. You have Freddie Blassie giving the go home promo to team WWE. Oh, jeez! And they're just sitting there. They're listening to it. Like, and they're, they're inspired by Freddie Blassie. Like the guy stands up, he stands up. I mean, the guy's super old. He's near death. He stands up to give this promo to jump this team on. And the undertaker's like, holy shit, this is going to, this is going to inspire me to go out there and just murder WCW. Something like that is better than this fake hurrah, Ray, 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 you know, whatever. I have some breaking news. Oh yeah. Breaking news. Oh, uh, let me guess what the breaking news is. Okay. Is it WWE related? No. Whoa. What? It's not WWE. Ooh. Is Cody Rhodes, uh, has he been arrested? It's a bit. Don't even do this. <laughs> Blake Shelton named People's 2017 Sexiest Man Alive, meaning my streak of being second place 26 years running. <laughs> you know what they should do? <laughs> They should actually release the top three voting for all that. Like who were the guys who were the final guys or gals cut at the last minute? Like who, who could have been named had Blake Shelton not ever been born? Who would have been the sexiest individual alive? Like they, mm-hmm. they should let you know. and just, you know, create some Hollywood stir. Like, Oh, I, w- I should have been number one. Blake Shelton. Give me a break. Blake Shelton also non top, you know, off topic, but also on topic. A horrible pick. I don't disagree, but then again, <laughs> there's a time when when I'm mad at Blake and everybody else on the Voice for making dumb decisions. So <laughs> there's a gal, uh, a gal from uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, on that show, I believe. Oh, is her mm. from uh, from Concordia High School in Fort Wayne, Indiana? As far as it's just all over the news, I can't get away from it. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's interesting. Uh, so that is Survivor Series. That is the show happening on Sunday. Uh, you have all the picks from myself and and Jeff Hawkins. We'll see if I can make it 2-0 and o over Jeff in the last two weeks of podcasting. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, that's not, how the, uh, that's not how the game ended, but okay. <laughs> what? What? I'm the champion. I'm the champion. Yeah. Uh, before oh, we get into, uh, before you're, we... you're the regular season champion. Uh, I, Remember, I you know, get to I hang that there. It. Oh yeah. my gosh, I am, I am. It's just the worst. I'm Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm Wisconsin and you're Ohio State. You're just getting the big wins at the end. Woot! Oh, Jack Swagger, uh, Jake Hager signed with Bellator. He's going to in. He's going to the uh, MMA. He's going to do some MMA for Bellator in their heavyweight division. Very interesting timing because Jack Swagger is in the worst shape he has ever been in. Yeah, and he's hasn't thrown a real punch in years, probably. Hasn't, um, d- hasn't done a real takedown in years. Uh, maybe this yeah. is what he's been doing uh, because he hasn't been like all over the place doing the indies. He's been on some shows here and there doing a lot of these convention-type shows. Uh, maybe he is training. Maybe he's doing something, but I saw this guy. I saw a video of Jack Swagger at an indie show on Saturday, and it's not prime WWE Jack Swagger in looks. No. Maybe he's more functional strength right now, maybe. And not so much the body uh that he was doing in WWE. I don't know. But he does seven not, or eight 
Yeah, yeah seven he, or eight years ago, I'd have been hyped right. for this. He, but he, he did not look like a guy who could go in and throw down with even the washed-up heavyweights in the Bellator heavyweight division. Oh, you know he and Bobby Lashley. Well, then again, Lashley says he's sticking with wrestling now. He's done with MMA. So Right, maybe he's smart for doing that, too. Well, let's get into this uh, TakeOver show, shall we? TakeOver happening yes. Saturday night. NXT TakeOver War Games. The dark match, Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano for the UK Championship. Um, a lot of speculation this will make TV. It'll be on that Wednesday after TakeOver uh, episode of NXT TV. Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano. It is not Gargano's time to be the UK champion. It is not Gargano's time to be anything on NXT TV at the moment. He's doing a losing streak gimmick. This will be a hard-fought match, but Pete Dunne will get the win and will continue this Johnny Gargano down on his luck without his tag team partner storyline. I very much agree. Does Tommaso Ciampa make an appearance at all? Uh, no, because I mean the guy's still on one leg. He's gonna be. He's months away. This guy. I don't not even mean a run. I don't mean a run. I mean maybe he comes out on crutches and distracts Gargano. I see. What I think you do at this point with Tommaso Ciampa is you Move let Gargano. No, you let Gargano do this losing streak gimmick, and then eventually okay. he starts getting the wins, and then yes. all of a sudden. He's getting wins and wins and wins, and then guess who comes back? His old tag team partner, the guy who put him out for a short time, Tommaso Ciampa. I don't think you bring up the fact that Tommaso Ciampa is around or in the company until he's ready to come back. I think you keep it off a of, off of TV. Okay, that works for me. Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. They've done a really good job of hyping up, you know, an Alistair Black WWE type match. I mean, this is not. It's not Alistair Black versus another former big indie name like a Cassius Ono or, uh, you know, anyone like a Johnny Gargano. This is Alistair Black going in there against a WWE creation, a former tough enough competitor, this new gimmick of Velveteen Dream, who's doing a great job himself, by the way, of making this an interesting match. Uh, Alistair Black is getting promoted so hot that I think he gets the win here, uh, but they've done a really good job of making it seem more 50-50. Uh, Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream. Kind of hyped for this one. I, you know what? I, I take a bit of a different tact. I'm excited for it, but I think, let's put it this way. I think Velveteen Dream has improved leaps and bounds since getting away from just the base homophobic stuff that he was doing. And they've really given him some depth with this whole alter ego type thing for the reason for his feud. But I think at the same time, they've made Aleister Black less interesting in some ways, just in my opinion. Well, see, um, to me, you're just getting the real Aleister Black. Okay, that's fine. I, ju I just thought that that first promo he cut really took off a lot of his veneer, and he sure. should have just shut up mm -hmm. and, and, and been silent the whole time. Um, if this ends in anything other than a kick to Patrick Clark's face, I'll be deathly surprised. Yeah, but I think I think Alistair Black wins this. That's what's going to happen. That'll be what happens. Um, possibly before we get into the rest of the main show match uh, matches, uh, if they tape a second match for TV, if they do a second dark <laughs> match, here we go. Here we go. Tino Sabatelli and Riddick Moss mm -hmm. versus the Street Profits. I think they're actually going to do it. I think they will tape a second dark match. It'll air on Wednesday on TV. Uh, I'm excited for that one to see it. First of all, I think the crowd will be getting a treat. The street profits are a future big thing. And I cannot wait until Montez Ford takes out the street profit. That isn't Montez Ford. 
I see what you did there. I was, I was expecting you to call them Angelo Dawkins and the Street Prophet, who is not Angelo Dawkins. Um, yeah, Montez well, Ford is going to be huge. <laughs> There's no way Tino and Riddick win this match. No, and I think of course R- not. Riddick's, Riddick's eating the pin, too, because I still think they see something in he, Tino because he looks good in a suit. He is holding Tino down, man. He is holding <laughs> Tino down. Tino's got to rid himself. Of as, this guy. Yes, as, as the internet's foremost authority on Tino Sabatelli, what is your assessment of him in terms of his in-ring work of, of late? Has he improved? Is he not improving? Is he just kind of being stagnant right now? Give me your break. Give me the Tino breakdown. Well, he's doing a lot of tag team match stuff. So I, you can't, you can't know how he's going to go in there in a 10 minute match by himself. He's doing cookie cutter tag team stuff, but that's what you do on NXT TV as a tag team. You do cookie cutter tag team stuff. Uh, I would love to see him in the ring there for a good two minutes or so back and forth with Montez Ford. That would be cool. Um, But you won't know what Tino Sabatelli is until you put him as a singles competitor on NXT TV. And Tino Sabatelli is the type of guy that I would love to go up against an Aleister Black or a Cassius Ono for a TV singles match. Put him in there with a guy who you know can work. Put him in there for 10 minutes. Don't care if he wins or loses. Just see, see what you have. And maybe the fact that they aren't doing that and they're putting him in a tag team tells you that they don't think he can work a 10-minute match by himself, at least on TV. But for right now, I'll take a tag team. I'll take a tag team encounter with the Street Profits because the Street Profits are going places. Montez Ford, future WrestleMania main eventer. Mm. Cassius Ono, Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan's going to beat him dead. Murder death, yes. Drew McIntyre defends the NXT Championship against Andrade Cien Almas. Could this be Andrade Cien Almas's last match in NXT, or at least on an NXT TakeOver? Or could Andrade shock the world and become your new NXT champion, taking the belt away from what has been a lackluster run so far for Drew Galloway? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because... This run of Andrade Cien Almas has been spectacular, spectacular. and you can attribute a lot of his spark to Zelina Vega. I, I think there's no doubt that that she has made it fun for him to play this character and and really has brought something out of his him as a performer. Yeah, I am waiting I am waiting for indie run Drew McIntyre to show up. I'm waiting for PWG Drew McIntyre, who was doing insane dives. And I, and, and as I, I've said before, I think this is where not having Cassius Ono, the ability to build him up as a competitor where he could take the dives on the outside really hurts Drew in some ways. Um, but I'm waiting for that breakout star type thing that we knew he was in evolve on PWG in different indies with the things where he was just wowing everybody. I'm waiting for that. I'm hoping this is that I don't expect it to be, but I'm hoping it's that I've, I've liked some of drew McIntyre's matches. The match with Roderick strong was really good. you're getting that, but, but drew McIntyre to me, is a better big room player than he is a small room player. Like he's the opposite of Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono will never be a big thing in WWE because he plays better in rooms of 200 to 1,000. Drew McIntyre is a guy who should be on the main roster. And he could bring some of that independent Drew McIntyre to him, the current run NXT. I just, 
he's not a top level guy to me, and he may never be a top level guy in WWE, but he's a guy who can go out there and do better than Baron Corbin is right now. No, I agree with that. And that's where he should be. He should be wrestling Miz on a Survivor Series in a one-on-one match. That, that's what he should be doing to me. Oh, we go you know on. What, you know what? Hold on. You know what okay. really kills mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. Drew McIntyre's hmm. ceiling? What kills is, a lot of Drew McIntyre's ceiling? Is when you have guys like Luke Harper doing doing dives and stuff. Oh. So so it's so so it's viewed as oh, big guys are supposed to be able to do this stuff. So it's no longer really amazing. I mean, that was the thing that blew me away when I saw when, when Drew did that first battle of Los Angeles after after he left. And came in there and he was just doing crowd dives. Basically, you're just like, my God, that guy's huge. And he's doing that in WWE in that big ring in that big arena. That would just look like, oh, he's just like the 205 guys are just like Luke Harper doing that stuff. It would it would it wouldn't play to that big of a room. So maybe maybe he's a small room guy, too. That's my fear. Speaking of, but I think you're right. I think you're right in that he'll he'll play it better than than say a Baron Corbin. Speaking of these Bludgeon Brothers, I mean this gimmick may be the corniest of all time, and Luke Harper isn't feeling it, and you can tell this is going mm. nowhere. This is a disaster. I this is the type of gimmick where you have all these vignettes, and I half expect next week on SmackDown for them to come to the ring, and before any match even starts with those two, Luke Harper turns on Rowan already. <laughs> And it just cuts like one of those shoot style promos. Like this is the stupidest thing ever. I'm six goddamn nine. I should be in the main event. I can beat up anybody. I shouldn't be what fake was, hammering something in a yard somewhere with Eric. What's fucking what's Rowan. what's cornier? What's cornier? The Bludgeon Brothers or those Raw Shield hybrid shirts from the end of SmackDown tonight? Um, it's a tough matchup to be honest. <laughs> uh, those Raw Shield mashup shirts were terrible. Oh jeez, just terrible. I just, I almost thought about doing a, wanting to do a shake them ropes theater of having to present those shirts to the shield. Why can't they no, ever guys? Do, they're cool. And why can't they ever do a backstage segment? Like, let's see, let's see Kurt Angle ordering all the raw shirts. Like, I want to see Kurt Angle on the phone. Like, hey guys, we got the Survivor Series pay per view coming up. I'm going to need like thirty to forty raw shirts for these guys, just so wait, I can wait. make them on the same page. Hold, hold the phone. Hold the hold the. Hey, Kurt. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. What size does Braun wear? Yes. Is it a 3X or a 4X? Yeah. Can you get me Braun's information? And I want Kurt Hawkins to reply. Well, he's still in a dumpster somewhere, so I'll get you that later, bro. It's a little big in the shoulders, so I'm just gonna go with a th- 4X just to be certain. Yeah. <laughs> Ron, Ron Strowman, by the way, who spent an entire year decimating everybody on the Raw roster, is now their hope and savior. <laughs> Love these forced teammate actions. Uh, Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, Peyton Hoist go for the NXT Women's Championship. It is vacant. It is Asuka's title for the past, what, two years? Asuka goes up to Raw. The NXT title is vacant. Um, I think a lot of people are going in expecting Kyrie Sane to keep momentum going from the, the Women's Classic uh, and win this championship. But Jeff Hawkins... I have not changed my mind from the past few weeks. It is clearer more than ever. It is Nikki Cross's time. I hope so. But it also depends on who they decide to bring up for the these next 
for the Raw and the SmackDown shows afterwards. Um, I think Nikki Cross deserves this title. I think Peyton Royce's time was the previous four-way with Billy Kay, Asuka, and uh, and Ember Moon. I think, or no, with Ember with Nikki Cross. That I think this is Nikki Cross's division. I think she's earned the right to have this title and have people chase after her. I, if they're not bringing up the iconic duo, I could see them putting this on Peyton Royce on a, and like a slip on a banana peel type thing. And with Billy Kay helping to interfere, I don't think Kyrie Sane is getting this title. I don't think Ember Moon is getting this title. I don't think either of them can cut a promo. Well, no, and, and I think that Kyrie yeah. Sane's going to get the singles match at WrestleMania time. Yes. Kyrie yes, Sane's getting yeah. that match. Um, She'll get her time. Yeah. She'll get her time in the spotlight. I think it just depends on, are they bringing sanity up? Because then Nikki will have to go, she won't or are have they to. bringing? Are they possibly bringing up the iconic duo? In which case, you put it on Nikki as opposed to Peyton. But yeah. I think, I think the smart money is they put on Peyton. But I would love to see Nikki Cross get this title. Yeah, Nikki Cross. It's not even about earning it or uh, you know deserving it. It's just she's the the best heel in this four way. Uh, she hasn't been. She's not even a heel. I know, now. She she's hasn't a been baby face. Yeah, and they've kind of separated her from Sanity. They have her own music. You know, she's doing her own thing in the build up to this show. Uh, she is kind of that tweener where she's a baby face ish. She's a heel ish. Uh, you know, she's helping Ruby Riot do some different things. She's just the most intriguing character. She has the best yeah. uh, facial reactions to everything. She um, plays this character well too, so in terms of her motivations it. in a ma- in a match. Yeah, I mean, she could come out in the No Way Jose she's gear fantastic. and win this title. Yeah, no, she's happy with that. She's the best ever, and she should uh, mm-hmm. she should win this match and be the champion and go on to defeat everybody. And you can do Kyrie Sane uh, versus Nikki Cross at a WrestleMania uh, weekend event. Uh, so yeah, Nikki Cross, I I would say eighty percent chance that she wins this match, and you can toss out the extra twenty percent to whoever you want. Um, I do not think there is any chance in hell Peyton Hoist wins this match, though. No chance. Zero. Oh, okay. I'll go 0.01. Um, War Games. It's time for War Games. This is Jeff Hawkins' favorite match. Jeff Hawkins is going to DVR this match on Saturday night, not even watch it until after SummerSlam or after Survivor Series because this is his true main event of the weekend. Jeff Hawkins, mm. uh, are you excited for all of the shark cages? I'm not, but... I'm excited for, you know what, it's it's not the war games I want, but it's the war games I'm going to get. So I'll take, like, I'm not getting blood. I'm not getting, you know, kick, kick, stop trying to grind a guy down to make him submit. I'm getting, I'm getting waves of pops is what I'm getting because it's going to start out with the Undisputed Era getting the, getting the initial uh, advantage probably and then Sanity. And then, and then you're going to have a roar spot from the authors of pain who are probably going to get trapped in their cage by the undisputed era or sanity or Nikki cross is going to come in and put a stick in their cage or something or whatever. Um, it, it's going to be the moments type thing. What I'm interested in is will the same kind of heat be generated in old war games or will it, or, or will kind of the indie style where you're, you're kind of setting up for set pieces Will will the crowd be as into that? I think the crowd will still be into this match. I don't think I'm getting blood. Okay, well, you're not getting <laughs> blood, think... and nor should nor should you. Nor does it matter no. if you get blood. No. Honestly, the rules think... make this very weird, though, because you have yes. you're going to have all three teams represented with one man in the ring at the same time. So it's three on three right away. The rules the rules are set up so that the undisputed era gets initial heat. Mm-hmm. 
and that the authors of pain get a huge pop when they come out and kill fools. You're yes, you are going to see Roderick Strong start that match, and you are yes. you're, you're most likely going to see the authors of pain as the very last team to enter the match because you're gonna have three mm-hmm. on three. You're gonna have the first entrance into the match once it begins will be two members, the two remaining members of one of the teams, then the two remaining from another team, then the two remaining from another team. So Roderick Strong is going to go through this match getting absolutely murdered until the yes. Office of Pain finally come out. And you're hoping, you are hoping now, that the crowd in Houston wants to see the Authors of Pain come out and murder everyone. Because up until recently, they have been the heel tag team that not anyone really trusts or or cares about. And here they are coming in to be the saviors of Roderick Strong against guys that that some in the crowd may find cooler, whether it be the Undisputed Era or the Sanity guys. So it's a very interesting rule set, and I don't know how everyone's going to respond to the Authors of Pain. Well, well, the Undisputed Era are undersized, so they're going to fly. For those for those authors of pain guys, as is as is Eric Young, the problem is, and then they'll be able to do a power spot on Alexander Wolf. Um, I think Killian, I think Killian Dane will, uh, Killian Dane will be hoisted up for for something on a double team. That'll be impressive as well. Uh, I I just you know it's interesting because I I don't like the pinfall part. I think war games has to be submit or surrender. And I just think the pinfall part really takes a little bit away from it. But I think the undisputed era somehow finds a way to win this. Should we do a show Sunday night? Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. Okay. We'll do a little post uh, takeover and survivor series. Uh, Shake them ropes. Next week is Thanksgiving. Uh, might be best for scheduling. Uh, we get some quick takes on survivor series, talk about the uh, NXT show uh, because I don't really think anything of note is going to happen on Raw and SmackDown. Um, maybe so, that, get, so that'll maybe be the show. So that'll be the, so that'll be the yeah, show we'll, for next we'll do, week. Look, look at the podcast feeds kids on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn radio, uh, iHeartRadio, everywhere. Uh, look for us Sunday night, late Sunday night. We'll uh, release a show after survivor series, uh, wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, it'll be a fun time. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about what we may see. I mean, maybe the authors of pain lose and we think, okay, they might go up to raw. Who knows? You know, we can, we can talk about the, uh, the results, the future, uh, an exciting Kurt angle presentation. Maybe Kurt. Someone has to debut on these two raw. Someone, well, someone's got to debut. Right? Yes. Someone's got to yeah. debut. What, what I'm really interested with survivor series. We kind of buried it. Uh, will Kurt angle wrestle in his gear or is he going to keep going with the t-shirt for a while? Oh, I think they're going to make him wear a t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the guy was in gear worthy shape at the start of this year. And I, if he's been fighting for a comeback, I don't think he would be going without working out for the last few months. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to see if he actually wrestles in the Kurt Angle gear because they keep promoting all these images, keep promoting him in that Kurt Angle gear. And he re- hasn't wrestled in it yet. I mean, the shield, you had the excuse because it could do the shield gimmick uh, and not make it obvious that you're hiding hiding his body but at some point he's gonna have to wrestle in the Kurt Angle gear and I'm thinking this, I agree. this might be the night this might be the night okay. where the, the real Kurt Angle if you will uh, comes back so yes look for us on uh, on Sunday night Jeff that is it for this week's episode we want to thank everyone for uh, for listening and now Jeff your catchy show closing cliffhanger here it comes again lunch will it be the same old same old 
Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park 